Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I stop lying to people when they ask me, how are you? When you're asked that question, you push that top of mind thing away and you come up with some of the answers that you think people want to hear. And I actually got to the point where it, got, it became so difficult that I just thought to myself, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. In this era of extraordinary social upheaval, coupled with constant governmental budget cuts to welfare services, James Toomey is one of those strange people who chooses to work in the charity world. He's the CEO of Mission Australia. Not only does he spend his working life trying to convince most of us to give him some of our money so he can help some people we don't even know, but he's the boss of the job. He has to inspire the whole team, and there must be times when that's very hard to do. When they feel like it's impossible to keep delivering the services they do to the people who really need them. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. James Toomey has chosen other people's troubles as a vocation. How does he do it day in and day out? particularly working in child protection, you know, sometimes you go home on a Friday and you you literally wouldn't know what was going to happen over the weekend. Human need, human you know, family dysfunction, arguments, all those things, they don't happen just Monday to Friday, nine to five, which is most of the working patterns of most organisations are geared up to work in that way. So there can be these long periods of time where you just don't have any visibility and the concern and worry for people that you're working with but it's actually you know you have to be able to demarcate and sort of say I'm, I'm going to have to put that on one side because I'm now dealing with the thing that I'm you know, you know being a parent or, or you know, being in, a, in, a, in, a, in your own relationship and managing keeping that relationship going. One of the things I then learned more recently we are we've got two children who are now adults within the last few years whilst living in Australia um, they experienced some quite significant adolescent mental health 
challenges, which was hugely challenging for us as a family. And one of the things I learned through that, I stopped lying to people when they asked me, how are you? And it was really liberating. There was literally a moment, I just had a gutful, really, of bumping into people and people saying, oh, how are you? And how are the children? Oh, yes, they're doing well. And so-and-so did this. And you pick out the one thing that might have been a positive thing that happened in the last week, you know, when your child is, you know, really not very well at all, as they were both at that time. And your permanent state of concern about your own children is top of mind. And yet, when you're asked that question, you push that top of mind thing away and you come up with some of the answers that you think people want to hear. And I actually got to the point where it got it became so difficult that I just thought to myself, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I just started telling the truth. And it was fascinating. The first person who happened to be the first person I met at a, at a, at a meeting, work-related meeting, and we were having a cup of coffee, and he said, oh, how are you? And I said, I actually... Not very, not, not great. Um, you know, kids are X and that Y. And it's difficult and it's challenging. And he looked at me and he pulled me to one side and said, let me tell you about my son. We then had this conversation. I had this person I hardly knew. And he was also going through really difficult stuff with his son. Don't think you're the only person who's experiencing this. Actually, I realized that that was actually a, a sort of self-centered and, and arrogant thought. I'm the only person that's experiencing this. No, you're not. And then you, because you discover through those conversations, actually other people are going through or have gone through something similar. Or, as we've discovered now, that people are, who, who, whose children might be younger than ours are, are now experiencing some of the things that we experience and, and are able to talk to us and say, how did you, you know, how did you get through it? Because I remember you telling us at the time that you were going through this and your kids seem to be okay now, so where, what, what happened? By having that frame, it opened me up to open up conversations with other people. And it was extraordinary how many people would respond to that and say, thank you for talking about what's happening for you because this is what's happening for me. Be honest with the people around you. If your fear is, as mine was, if I tell friends of ours what, what's happening for us, it'll scare them off, then they're not, they're not your friends. And you find out pretty quickly who your friends are because they stick around. Talking about it, acknowledging it, freeing it up for other people to talk about was personally liberating and, 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 and meant that I was you know, less frustrated about pretending that things were okay when they weren't. I've prayed a lot. And whether it's prayer or, you know, for some people it's prayer, some people it's meditation, some people it's sort of mindfulness, whatever, however you choose to describe it. Actually getting yourself into a space or a place where you just make everything slow down. It's almost a physical effort. Sometimes you have to physically stop your the thoughts in your head racing, 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 and actually go, no, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on this. That's almost the, the forced piece of, I'm supposed to be counting to 10, but I got to 8, and then I forgot what I was doing. Now I've got to go back to 1, and I, and I will, you know, and it's a bit like that, you know, and I find that with prayer. It's, no, this is a particular prayer. I'm going to 
do this one right the way to the end, stop getting distracted and think about and be in that, in the words of that, in a sort of meditative way to break the, you know, break the cycle of, of how the brain just races. It's actually, I, I read, I always, I'm going to read, I read novels and other bits and pieces all the time, called House of Sand and Fog. And the main character in that writes at one point something like, I didn't know when this was going to end, but I knew every day I was one day closer to it. See, sometimes that was enough. Just thinking, I don't, I can't see a way out of this, but I know it's not going to last forever. And I know that I'm one day closer to the end. I don't know when the end is, but I know I'm one day closer to it today than I was yesterday. Sometimes that was, that, was it. that had to be enough because that was all that you could, that I could cling on to. What's actually really important here, and, and it's again that kind of getting yourself off the hook of you know, how other people are judging you. And I, I boiled it down to, well, happy, safe. My children are well, happy and safe. Then I'm doing all right. They're fundamental building blocks. And then that applies to yourself. Then you kind of go, oh, well, if that's good enough for them, then it's good enough for me. You know, if I'm well, happy, safe. And really, these are really just the bottom of the, you know, bottom of the pyramid things, bottom of the sort of hierarchy. That then freed me up to take joy in even the relatively small moment of pleasure or enjoyment. I realized at the time, one of the things I was doing every day, I travel to work on the train, go to Sydney Harbour Bridge, and I'd just be working on the train, head down, working, 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 trying to you know, squeeze every moment of productivity out of the day. And then I worked out when I thought, hang on a minute, people travel across the world to look at Sydney Harbour Bridge. And I'm going across it every day and I'm not even looking at it. So from then on, and to get to Milson's point, I'm going to close my laptop or put away what I'm reading or whatever it is, and I'm going to just sit and look out of the window as I go over Sydney Harbour Bridge and look at the harbour, look at the Opera House. It's either, either the sun glinting off the water or not. I mean, the last, you know, last, back end of last week was a lot of rain, so that wasn't necessary. But, but again, it's but lift up, lift your eyes up and look at what's around you. Don't try too hard or over-try to sort of get happy or get a joyful moment or anything like that. They're probably much closer at hand than you think. Take the wins, take the simple joys and the simple things, the simple pleasures. You can get into this mode of everything's going wrong for me. Flip it on its head and think about this. I'm pulling out into traffic and saying, oh, there's a gap in the traffic. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's, that worked out for me today instead of, Frustration of I can't get out, I can't get out in the car, or whatever, whatever it might be that you're feeling is, is take joy in the simple things. Be, be grateful for the small things, and the big things will come along. And uh, uh, but don't overcomplicate how you're trying to 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 get to that point. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.